everybody. Welcome to Life with Gains. And it's just me, Heather. And I want to let you guys know that this is the next part of our Aiding Archers series. And I kind of want to give a quick explanation and then introduce you to this lovely lady over there. Um, this is just a, re a reason why I started this is because of the climate that we are currently in. School's about to start. People are either choosing virtual or homeschool or modified. And there's just a lot going on. And I really felt the need to just um, bring some people on who could assist and just give some wisdom from, what, from their different perspectives to whoever um, is willing to hear. It comes from Psalms 127 and 4 and Hebrews 13, 16, just the concept of our children being arrows and us being warriors or archers and the, and the idea of doing good to others um, by sharing with them. And a lot of our guests are just doing that. They're sharing their knowledge. So I'm going to start off this session by introducing Ms. Renee Jones. I met her. When did I meet you? At church. At church, like four years ago. Um, I don't know. Yeah, you would know better when you first came. I think it was four. It was four years ago. Um, off the gate, she was very. Um, I don't know. You were just one of those women. I was like, oh my gosh, she's a beast because how many kids? Do you have? <laughs> because what? Because how many kids do you have? Oh. I've got a few. Um, we are, we have, we're pregnant with our 11th child. So we have 10 babies walking around our, our out in our world and our new baby will be due, is due October 31st. And the reason why that sticks out to me is because we had just bought our house and um, at the time it was 10 of you guys and you brought me, you brought us dinner. And we talked for a little bit and I remember looking out the door and like your van was calm. Like it wasn't like, I was like, her kids are amazing while they wait. And even at church, I was like, Emmanuel, what in the world? <laughs> They're we so well behaved. We always kid around that we sedate our kids before we go in public, but no, I mean, they're, <laughs> they're kids though. They're, they're kids, but they're a lot of fun to be around. Yes, you guys are doing an awesome job, you and your husband, and we've just gleaned so much from you guys, obviously, and that's why I wanted to bring you on this um, this podcast, because I, I mean, I've actually been wanting to bring you on, I just, so now I'm like, yes, all by myself. <laughs> um, so a couple of things I just wanted to kind of get started off with is you're obviously a wife, you're obviously a mom, um, what other things are you, what other hats do you have? Let's see. So I also, we own a small business uh, doing commercial cleaning. So I'm kind of the admin person on that. I'm not supposed to be actively cleaning, but it's kind of hard for me to not get in the game. And actually, it's kind of peaceful <laughs> to uh, clean up for someone else that isn't going to get messed up right away like it does at your own house sometimes. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's kind of what I do. Um, at church, we teach preschool class, but my being a wife and a mom and a homeschool mom really takes the lion's share of my life. And um, I found that if I add in much more, it doesn't give me the opportunity to take a friend some like 
I didn't even bring you something elaborate. I know I didn't like tacos. Like I'm kind of like tacos or chicken wings or something, but not like something big. (laughs) No, let me tell y'all, you brought us. I remember, I remember everything. I don't know. It was because we had just moved. I feel like it was just me moved or I just had baby girl, but you brought us some banging wings. Um, like you brought us so much of a variety. I was like, oh, so this is how you're supposed to take food to people. No, it's just that you know how you have kids and somebody, when someone brings food to your house, you have, this kid likes that, husband likes that. I'm like, let me give enough so that somebody gets a piece of food (laughs) so they don't go to bed saying, I'm hungry. Yes. It was was good. It was amazing. It was so good. It taught me a lot too. I was like, hmm. I gotta set my game up. No, <laughs> I just made what we were eating, and um, but like if I there's I have lots of dreams and things I love to do, but um, even though I have two adult children, um, they still require time, and so it's not like hey, two have flown the nest, and now I have all this extra time, you know. So, being a wife and mom really are the biggest things that I do. And I think that's um, really important to emphasize for some people because I know for me personally, when we had our first child, I was still teaching and I did not, I didn't prioritize well at all. It was like, I need to work first and then take care of my child and my husband at some point. Um, And there was just this reality check of seeing what I was missing and the call to discipleship and the call to just parent well and intentionally. So that's really good that, and I think that's great that for you that it has to be, that is the bulk of our jobs is to be wives and moms. And especially with you homeschooling, you know, that's a big chunk. How long have you been homeschooling? We've been homeschooling since uh, 2004. So it's been 16 years. Wow. Why did you guys decide to homeschool? Um, I really love to learn. I love learning. And so we didn't really want our kids to have this kind of, let me just check the boxes off. Let me just pass the test. Let me just, you know, just for sake of doing it. We wanted to teach them how to learn for a lifetime of learning. Because if you think about it, everything you learn and wherever you are, technology and things change and you have to still learn. You do. Mm-hmm. So we wanted that. And then we wanted um, the ability for our kids to think for themselves. Mm-hmm. Um, so we have a set of values that doesn't always match what the rest of the world feels. And we want them to, we want them to have a safe place at home to hash them out, challenge them, really think through them um, with our, you know, scaffolding with them of kind of what the truth is. Mm-hmm. So we wanted them to like we wanted them to love the Lord and love people and yes. guys make decisions, you know. So but that was what we kind of went into it doing. Okay. Were there times when you were like, oh my gosh, this is this is not gonna work. And how did you <laughs> do those times? <laughs> well <laughs> <laughs> that, didn't, that didn't happen today. Oh, but uh, no. Um, 
Yeah, it gets hard it, as with everything. Like even if you aren't a homeschooler or like a stay-at-home mom, there are just being a woman and caring for your family that you have, it just gets hard sometimes. And so um, let's see, when it gets really tough, it's always helpful to have a friend that you could call and be really real with. Mm -hmm. just, the person is not going to judge you because you're weak that day. The person is going to um, laugh with you at the crazy things you'll say and um, and will pray with you, that'll cry with you. Um, I just, I think that helped the most to have a friend that I could call and say and just cry. Or like, you know, because sometimes you don't want to. I could call my husband, I can call Derek and I could tell him, but I don't want him to feel sometimes like he, he likes to fix it. He wants mm -hmm. to make it better. He wants me to be happy. He doesn't want me to feel like, you know, he saddled me with this whole big thing. So sometimes I try to shield him from some of that, but then sometimes it's just too messy. And I'm like, this is what it is. Um, and ask for help. That's another thing. Asking for help is huge because we know how to help each other. You know, maybe it's just a day to, hey, could you meet me at the park? Mm -hmm. Can you, um, or I don't know how to do this, that, and the other, and you get to pick someone else's brain. So. Yeah, that um, point about having that friend that you can be just honest with, that's one of my biggies. That's like where I can just be like, okay, look, what I'm about to say is probably not going to be the most Christian thing. Right. The most likely thing, but I just need, I need to tell you because then that person, I mean, this is obviously somebody that you trust and somebody who's not going to like let you stay there, but they're right. going to be like, okay, are you done? How do you feel? Let's look at what we can change or what are our options. Um, right. And I think that's really important. Just, I mean, like you said, whether you homeschool or not, everybody needs that person. Yeah. And your friend that's going to pray for you, your friend that's going to um, not tell you just what you want to hear, but kind of know the timing because they might, they might just need a day that they, you just need to get it out. But sometimes we used to call it, um, give me a two by four, just hit me over the head with it. What am I missing? What do I need to hear? What do I need to see? And um, you can take it from someone that you know that you just trust. You know, because we're not, we're in this, we're in this thing together. So when we're in it together, we're all rooting for each other. So that's a really good point. Um, one thing I also, oh, next thing I want to ask you was for your family, you guys are obviously, um, you've been doing this for a while. So you kind of know, like, this works for our family and this doesn't. Like, how did you figure out, like, okay, pump the brakes. Let me look at my family versus taking in everything. Cause I know for a homeschool, which I've seen lately because of everything going on in the education spectrum, there's a lot of new homeschool family. Mm -hmm. And so I've been tapping into like the Facebook groups and people are like, what do I do with this? And I don't have a room. Like, how did you get to the point where you're like, okay, let's, let's focus in. Um, because it gets too much to manage if you're trying to do a billion things. And it's easy with, with homeschooling, 
it's so easy to, oh, there's this thing, then there's that thing, oh, there's that, and oh, look, that family's doing that. Because with social media, you might be following somebody to get ideas, um, but then you're following 10 other people for ideas. And so you're cons mass consuming, at least I tend to mass consume ideas, um, and it can be heavy. So for what works for us is, <clears throat> With every year, I do need to change something because I get bored. I kind of, I am a shiny penny kind of woman. And so since I know that about myself, instead of act like, instead of like, okay, no, you can never look at anything new. You know, I just, I'm like, okay, one thing I can add. Um, that is, uh, that is expendable. Like if it gets too rough, see you later. So for me, what works is keeping a core base of something simple. So. What I mean by that is, if I look at all the stuff we're trying to do for school and I need to see, okay, Lord, what is the most important things that we need to focus on? Um, so that every day or most days, I know I'm hitting this. So if it's, um, I used to, and this is gonna sound weird, but I used to think every day was, we've gotta hit the devotional, we've gotta do it this way. And so, but it wasn't working. It was like, I'm rah, 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 and everybody is miserable, but because I said, this is the thing, I feel like the Lord showed me ways to be the devotional in other ways. If it meant, like for us, things that have to happen every day are math and some kind of reading. Um, everything else can go away if, if I need it to. And so during the reading, there'll be truths that God will give me that I could show to my kids. So it didn't have to be this. It's got to be this way. So just, I would say, break it down to the must haves for every day. And those are my two. And so if we had a, a day where if my friend called and she needed to meet at the park, you know, like she's not doing this all the time, but like if she says here and there, she's going to meet at the park. All right, guys, let's get your math. Let's read and let's go. Cause then we got to minister like love on someone else so i would say that is like simple oh no no this is consistency mm. consistency which is like we have a friend that always says girl you better watch your mouth with those bad words you're telling me because <laughs> consistency is so hard it's like but um just find one or two things that you can be consistent in. So at least every day you feel like, well, you know what? We got this done. Uh, he just cussed at me. <laughs> That's what she says, girl, wash your mouth. <laughs> oh my gosh. But no, it's good. Okay, a couple of points that you just said. Um, focusing on the main things, the mm -hmm. few things. Being consistent in those. Um, and then I heard a little bit of people over things, which, you know, we're like really big on just like, hey, this family needs help or um, Nana wants you guys to come over for lunch. So it's like, okay, what's our core things? Let's take care of those. Um, and even if we don't, we'll finish it when we get back. Right. But just as long as that's there. And I think that's one thing I appreciate about homeschool is that um, you do have the opportunity to do community to do like um, with other people and kind of love on other people well. Yeah. Um, 
I was going to ask you, so one of the things I've seen in terms of, well, you kind of talked about comparing homeschool to other people's um, in terms of that not working for you. What are some one to three things practically that have worked for you guys, um, aside from the consistency and the core um, subjects or core things? Um, it really helps to go to bed with a clean first floor since we're coming down there to, you know, have school every day. And if it's a hot mess, then I, we can't, you can't find anything. You can't get anything going. If you start to sit at a table, then there's, you know, food on it. So getting downstairs clean before we all go to bed works. Um, <clears throat> What has worked for me? Uh, I'm I'm like a pencil snob, and if I'm gonna buy pencils, I'm buying nice pencils. Ticonderoga is what we're gonna buy. Okay. The kids will be like, eh, eh, and then some other pencil. Then that's all I'm hearing, and I'm gonna hurt somebody. So I don't want to. So um, investing in a pencil that's gonna last. And something I found, um, I don't know if you're asking me about things, but these, these things have rocked my world. Um, the pencil, a really good electric pencil sharpener, and then these quality erasers. So I had to go on Amazon and buy a like, hundred of them or whatever, but when they erase, they don't fall off and roll on the floor and then the kid has to dive on the floor. <laughs> I know. <laughs> so I'm just trying to keep sanity around here. So those things always work. Um, it, uh, a school room does not work for me. I like to have a place where someone can go. But if every day we have to sit at that table, it just doesn't work. But why is that? Well, no, keep going with your list and then we'll come back to that. Um, let's see, what else? I think that's about, if you, cause you said one to three things. And I think I've riddled off, rattled off like 12. So, um, <laughs> the schoolroom does not work for us because it's so, I don't know what it is about being so confined. There's just so many more things that my kids tend like that they tend to do that just are so distracting at a certain age like so my high schooler well he's going to sit at a desk he's going to have a laptop he's going to sit at a desk that's fine um my 13 year old will as well my 11 year old he'll sit there for a minute then it's always something it's either the chair is on two legs and then you fall back or it's Somebody, it's just, I need the flexibility to say, hey, you can go lay out on the floor and get your work done. I, I, I need that. So I just need flexibility. You do need to have a table available, but in a room, then I feel all claustrophobic in there. And like, then you can't do anything else. That's the other thing. It's like, we're in this school table and then somebody's being potty trained. We need to go make a snack. I leave the room. So this is what it's like before you leave the room everyone's like yes mom we're doing our work the minute you step out it's like it's just like i come back and everybody's on the floor 
or something. So if I know I need to make lunch or a snack or something, I can say, come to the kitchen island and you sit here so I can see you or lay on the floor right in here so I can see you or whatever. So. Oh my gosh. When you said what you said about the 11 year old, it's middle school. Uh, <laughs> we have a pre-middle schooler and I'm like, I think the last two years, we don't have a room per se. We don't, we don't have a room. We have a dining room that I'm like having to, I gave up basically, mm -hmm. <laughs> um, which I'm fine with now. But I think last year was a year I noticed I was like, he really can't function at a desk. <laughs> I don't want him to function at a desk because I'm going to lose my mind. Right. He, like he would do, like 10 year old, he does so much better if he makes a fort, he gets his uh -huh. work faster if he's on the floor or on the couch. I'm like, which makes sense when I think about like my like middle school teaching and stuff like that. Like my particularly my boys and like my active girls or even my um, ADD ADHD kids. Like we could be this time was only like five or ten minutes tops. Then we need to do four corners. We need to go outside and do a lesson. Like we had to not be in a desk. So I get that. It's just funny because I'm like erasers flying oh i need an, i need a i mean they don't ask me to go sharpen their pencil but i do hear the i'm like come on man how many times are you gonna sharpen this pencil <laughs> you know they do it on purpose because they want to get it like to this height and be what like is that? why do they have this thing like, they want their pencil to be so small and then they're proud of it like look how small i got it i'm like wait do you understand how much i pay for pencils one <laughs> I'm expecting you to get a little more life out of it, but it's kind of intriguing to them to have this tiny pencil, but. Oh my gosh, yes. Um, so with the kids that you have homeschooled and are homeschooling, did you at ever point, like take a break for whatever reason, they go to public school, private school, did you ever do an online or virtual form of schooling or anything like that? Um, no, we, well, for foreign languages, any child that's gone through high school, middle school and high school has taken foreign languages online. Um, that's something I don't teach at all. It's like super thunder here. So I'm like. Yeah, I was like, well, it's here too. <laughs> um, but uh, my current high schooler was considering going to high school and um, we would have supported that for him uh, if it was the right situation. For him to go to and ultimately he decided not to go so so it's interesting my the first interview of this series the i don't know if you were able to listen to it yet but she's a veteran homeschooler um her kids are in her their 20s but she homeschooled all three of them mm -hmm. and her she did homeschool lower elementary upper elementary pre-k and then she did uh, public private school for middle school mm -hmm. and then her daughters requested to be homeschooled for high school and she they fully supported it they just had a conversation what would it look like mm -hmm. stuff like that um so i'm curious to know um why you guys would have supported it and how did you how did he process that um so we were supported simply because by this age, um, he's got a good head. You know, most 
time to have a good head on their shoulders by then. Like now, now I'm not at all saying like they've got it all figured out. Oh, um, I get that. But I think that you have a right to have a voice in our home, at least you have a voice in what you think is a good fit for you. So we just kind of process through some of the things, um, some of their reasonings for wanting to go to school and process my own because I totally miss them. I, I, that would be my only thing was, I don't get to read the books with you and have a discussion and teach you like, I love teaching them. So, but we had an honest conversation about that and not a like, well, I'm a guilt tripping to stay home. So you could somehow, you know, but um, sometimes I honestly believe this, that there are resources that public or private schools have that may fit your child better. Mm -hmm. And they need to know that they can discuss them with you, that this isn't um, something they have no choice in. At that age, you, you really kind of do have a choice. Um, and we just kind of went through all the things and it, and it turned out that the best place for him outside our home is a private school and it was going to be a good fit. But then he looked at the cost and he was like, well, I'm so close to college. Why would we be paying for high school when I have to go to college too? So really, uh, you know, like the, that was his process. And he said, okay, no, we'll just keep it the way it is. Wow. Yeah. I know he's when you're talking about and I'm like, oh yeah. he's a sweetheart. But um and now if I'm very honest, <clears throat> he was able to make that choice. I I do take that on a child by child basis though. Um I understand. because I still need to do what's best for you. Right. So I understand. Um when you're talking about him, it made me think of something else I didn't ask you before or preliminary was preliminarily. Hmm. Yes, <laughs> teacher. Oh, you word girl. Yes. <laughs> oh, that's an effort. Um, this, you guys, the one thing I noticed about you guys is that you're a homeschool family, but you are, and your ages are basically pre-K. To high school, you guys are involved in extracurricular activities. Um, how can you kind of explain how you guys manage that? And I know you guys have busy seasons and then you have times of rest, but how did you guys decide which extra, extracurriculars to do and how you manage that within the stream of homeschooling? So we like to kind of look at the uh, interests of the child. Um, I will say for our kids who love sports, it's easier for us to find those because my husband and I are very, like we're sports lovers. So that comes easier, but then we have a few kids who didn't want to play sports. And so we just had to like ask and find ways to make it work. So what we've kind of done was <clears throat> you get a season. If you're playing a sport, you get a season. So we don't have athletes that have two time two or three time consuming seasons it's if you're going to play this if you're going to play basketball that's what you're going to do if you're talking about playing basketball which my son did talk about let me talk about playing football and i'm like that sounds nice but unless you have a brother playing with you and we're all going to the same place i'm not going to some extra separate 
place for you. But um, so I have kids that <clears throat> are interested in things like um, Lego League. We tried uh, speech and debate. Like we'll also try things to push them out of their comfort zone. Um, because I do feel like our, you know, while our home has a lot of variety in it, it is nice to have other voices in your life that can learn how to learn from someone else, um, learn someone else who is, um, has some gifting that I just don't have. So I want them to see that. I don't want them to think that they can only get an education this way. But we did, we did push the envelope for a few things, things that I loved that they were like, please don't do that to me ever again. Um, so <laughs> we'll, we'll try things and they get to veto them if they don't like them. I think every child has had that experience. Like you gave me a flashback and I had to, I think I was in like a speech contest for a scholarship and I was not the one. I ended up getting like third or second place and got a scholarship money, but it was the most terrifying thing ever. Like, why are we doing this? Yeah. Yeah. So, so I have a few kids that'll totally identify with you and say, you know, I had them in speech and debate and I'm thinking, this is the best thing ever. Like, I love speech and debate kind of thing. I'm like, this is great. This is so much fun. They're like, don't have me do that ever so i remember yeah like, speech and debate is intense like i think it's a great thing for like oratory skills and um facial expressions and hand movements and all and just the the process but, yeah. but i remember we graded them or um e and i were judges a couple of years i was like oh my word yeah it's it's intense i almost like I'm like yeah they're gonna do that yeah <laughs> That's how I felt. Yes, you're going to do this. This is going to be great. You're going to have so much fun. You're going to have all these skills. Yes. And they're like, no, mom. No, I'll, I'll finish. We, we will finish out the commitment for the, for the first year. We finish out the commitment. But then they were like, please. <laughs> well, it's good that you took note of that. It's good that you're also taking inventory of your kids' skills. This is what we're trying to tap into. Um, obviously, for three, the youngest one is kind of like, you know yeah um thinking about that with extracurriculars and you actually mentioned it earlier is being able to ask for help and having that friend how and this is a conversation that we actually have with you guys but um what things did your spouse or your extended family and friends do to support you while you homeschool um so some things that my husband does some things my husband does. That's not right. How do I say that appropriately, Miss? Something that your husband does. Some things that your husband does. See, you got me tripping. It's after eight. Some of the things that my husband will do. Let's say that. Some of the things that my husband will do are um, <clears throat> like tonight. If I had this to do, then he'll chip in with the nightly, like everybody is all hands on deck when everybody has to clean downstairs up. So he'll just jump in um, most times. Uh, if he's got a long day, he might be asleep. <laughs> but his goal is to jump in like that. Um, so he's pretty good about that. Um, he's big on you cannot do well if you don't have time to plan. 
So he tries to make time for me to plan so that I can be prepared with each week that comes. Um, things that friends will do. I mean, there's more that, you know, he'll do just, but those are the big ones. He'll, mm -hmm. he'll just try to make space for me to plan or he'll listen. He'll listen because I'll have a lot of thoughts. You know, I told you, I kind of absorb tons of information all the time and I need to talk it out and um, he'll just listen and he'll just make sure his face isn't really saying, oh my goodness, what in the world are you talking about? So he's just mastered the face of, oh yeah. Okay, so what do you think about that? And like, he's just mastered that even though it feels like- <laughs> So he, he's mastered that. And that's all I need. I don't really need him to understand it all. I just need him to be like engaged some, but um, things that friends do, um, uh, good listeners are great. Um, also we'll like tag team stuff together. So if I need a data plan, but I need to the ability to bounce things off of people because like I'm the person that wants to build a rocket ship all the time. So I'm like, let's build a rock. Let's do this big thing. And so I need a friend that's like, hey. Today in 24 hours. Right. I want it today in 24 hours. It's going to do all this stuff. And she'll say, how about we ride a bike? Let me help you get close to the bike. You know, like, so I need someone to kind of balance me out with that. So sometimes it's nice to just get with a friend and you're planning. And so what? Wow she'll help me to get to the bike, I may say, hey, what if you throw this piece of rocket ship in there, just a small piece to what you're doing? So we kind of complement each other that way. Um, when you're sick or you had a baby, people bringing you food when you don't have to think about food is awesome. Mm -hmm. um, what else? Um, just checking on you. Like, hey, how are you? Like a text. You know, just something like that. If we could do that for each other, it doesn't have to be anything big. It's just that someone sees you and knows that you under the mountain of laundry and, you know, food and curriculum and snotty noses, you know, all that stuff. Somebody knows that you are a person too. That's really good. I was going to say random pieces of trash on the floor that you don't know where they came from and everybody seems to pass by. <laughs> Step right over it. <sighs> but yeah, I think that's, those are, I think, really good practical things for people who are listening that may not have kids or um, their kids are in college or they're empty nesters, whatever the case may be, but they know a homeschool mom or they know especially coming up people who are working full-time from home and their kids are in virtual academy like those little things would be so helpful um yeah my sister my sister is she's got three young kids at home she her and her husband obviously are working from home full-time and she's got to manage all of that and i need I, this is a good reminder for myself to just check on her i don't have to have any special answers or anything for her just give her a chance to talk about something that may have nothing to do with the managing, making sure your productivity at work is high enough and making sure you're able to help your kids. I just, yeah, I just, this is a good reminder to make sure I'm giving that way too. 
That's good. That's a really good reminder. Um, I think we're gonna start closing out, but I, you're, you are making me think about you. Like, how are you doing, or how are you taking care of not wife, not mom, but just Renee? What, how are you finding those spots, although they may be sporadic, as they yeah. are mine. Um. Uh, I do need time every day to just sit, to pray, to kind of um, remember the perspective God would have me have for my life. And um, so I'd like to say, like, there's a season in my life when I would get up like five and I would pray and I would read and I would um, do all those things and they would give me energy for the day. But um, right now, I'm not getting up at five doing that. But at night, when the kids go to bed, I'll take a few minutes to just kind of, because it's one thing to pray, but I really need to listen. And it's the listening part that really gives me what I need for the day. Right. Um, I would say I spend less time asking and more time listening to how God is um, directing me. And I find more of it is just resting in him. Uh, so that's important. I also um, really try to make time to connect to my husband with my husband. Um, our world can get so swept up in all the things that we do that we be, we'll, we'll just become co-workers in this big life that we have. Mm. So one thing that we have, that we do every single day, unless like he has to leave super early is we take a bath together, like just to like, we can look at each other and talk and it's like our day is started. So that's like a non-negotiable that mm. we'll do. Um, and that's helpful because if we don't have a pulse on each other, then we really are losing the foundation of what we're trying to give our kids. I, I just feel like we're, we're giving our kids fragments, but if we're good and connected, then it's almost like we filled each other up to give more hmm. and we don't feel forgotten or unseen by each other. So those are a few things we do. I think that's really good. I was curious to know if you were going to say that because I'm like, I know that. <laughs> I wanted to say it, but you know. I was like, should I say this? But yeah, we do. I think that, yeah, when you first, um, we were having like that conversation, E and I, and then I think that was three couples that night. You shared that. That stood out to me because I was just like, man, that's such a precious time. Mm -hmm. um, even if you do have kids around or like trying to intersect. <laughs> <They're> <laughs> like, Mom, <laughs> can I come in and show you something? No. <laughs> no. Not right now. <laughs> I need a sock on the door or something. <laughs> like, go away. But they've gotten um, smart. They have gotten smart. If it's if we get started a little later, because during the summer and COVID and stuff, we we don't get in as early as we used to. Sometimes they'll say, "Can we watch a show?" <laughs> and I'm like, 
Go ahead. <laughs> oh my God. Your kids do that too. I was, um, I had to do something. I was working on this stuff and, and I'm also trying to like get the house ready for school. And then we were dealing with, you know, car stuff. And the one of them was like, well, we could watch a show. <laughs> <laughs> we could have iPad time on. Really. <laughs> yeah. I mean, sometimes I, I'll say, like, you can watch a show, but it's only PBS. Because yeah. I know it's, like, math or, you know, words. Yep. But, yeah. yeah. I think that, yeah, I think that's one thing I'm very, um, and something I, I need to get back to. I was just telling E, I was like, I need my day, my night back or my day back. It's kind of been, like, um, absent or just hit or miss lately, and I can tell I need it. Or even if I just do, like you said, into every day, put in a place of rest, um, have a slow morning, which I think that's kind of like the kids make their own breakfast. I almost feel like, well, dang. Like one day I was like, no, I'm, I'm making pancakes. I'm like, I'm making breakfast. Um, but it was just good for me sometimes just to lay in the bed and play a song and look out the window and just kind of think about the day, kind of think about, okay, God. Yesterday, I didn't do too well. How can you help me today? Or can you please help me today? Show me um, just those spots where it's like, okay, Holy Spirit, 10 seconds, Esther. Don't say anything for 10 seconds. Yeah. Um, And it's really helpful when I do it. Right, right. (laughs) Yeah, we'll talk about other stuff later. Um, But but be encouraged. Be encouraged. Your life, the way you use your life is very encouraging. Like, just to hear you talk, there'd be little things that you say that I'm like, oh, yeah, that's such a good idea. Or it, it'll be something very, even so simple as, you know, I want it small. Like just, hey, I was talking to my child and looking him in the eye. You know, like you do, God uses you to touch and inspire me at least um, in a lot of ways that you just don't even know. So just be really encouraged. Like you just... I can tell that maybe it takes, maybe you're not being quiet for 10 seconds, but those five seconds you're quiet. There's something you're getting. <laughs> it blesses me. So just know that. I appreciate that. And like I said, I am um, so honored to not just have you on the podcast, but know you and know your family. Um, I was asking our five-year-old, I was like, who are your friends? And I mean, they're kind of few, but <laughs> your son was in the mix. It was like the top two, top three. Um, and just how they, like when we do, when we did have play days, just be able to see everybody kind of mesh in together. Uh-huh. And um, I don't know, I just, I'm so grateful for you. You have taught me a lot. You actually are part of the first homeschooling family that I have entered into, aside from my aunt. Um, and just watching you like you said your life does speak a lot and i was thinking about hamilton (laughs) (laughs) and the songs and i was like (laughs) (laughs) who's gonna tell your story us there and i'm like man like i'm watching all these people's stories like yours i'm like i know what i'm gonna say about renee's story (laughs) but yeah it's that's very, that's very encouraging. You are very encouraging. I hope others who are watching are encouraged by 
this particular um, interview. Did you have any final words you wanted to say? Um, wherever, wherever God has your life, whether you're a homeschooler, you want to be a homeschooler, or you don't want to be a homeschooler, or that's just not what you do, um, you're there for a reason. It's not one way isn't better than the other. Um, but like you have a mission where you are and you're perfectly crafted for that mission, even though I can speak for homeschooling because that's what I do. But um, there are many days I don't feel like, like even I texted a friend right before I was like maybe at 730 and I was like, all week I was really excited about this podcast. Now I'm so nervous. I, have, I feel like I have nothing to say that's of importance to anybody. But Girl, you to get invited for a part two. <laughs> but just know that you, everyone is listening. You have, you have everything you need for the life that's in front of you. And it might feel hard, but you totally can do this. And the people are around you surround yourself with people that know we're in this together so that you're never we're never in this push and pull or anything we're together in this and so it looks different for everybody but um your story is uniquely yours and you you really can do it even though it might not look like it some days so that's really good that's a really good reminder so no thank you for having me this was fun I am so glad you came on. And to those of you who are watching, this is this is her. I probably mentioned her multiple times in another podcast, but this is her. Um, and I just want to encourage you guys, if you're watching on YouTube, go ahead and like and subscribe to the Life with Games podcast, as well as follow us on Instagram. You can follow me at life with underscore Esther, Emmanuel at life with underscore Emmanuel, and then the podcast at life with games podcast um i have to think about this i'm like what are we um we're also on facebook life with gains and i think that's it that's all we need to be i can't do anything else <laughs> um, <laughs> stay tuned for the next series um interview that we're gonna have which i'm really also excited about and as well as a surprise later this week as we are going to do something so on that note, we'll talk to you guys later. Bye. Bye.